This week's episode of Comic Fellas is brought to you by Nietzsche Coffee, sellers of espresso with tinning. I'm a big coffee drinker and uh, the one thing that really gets me is when you have too many coffees, you know, like you have two or three in a, in a day and you get what they call the coffee jitters, you know, the caffeine jitters. Um, and I love drinking Nietzsche coffee because their uh, espresso with tianin actually cancels that out. So you do not get any of the caffeine jitters uh, and this allows you to have maximum focus whilst you are on your late night gaming sessions. Comic Fellas listeners get a 40% discount for 40 capsules by using the promo code COMICFELLAS, K-O-M-I-K-F-E-L-L-A-Z on Lazada Singapore or Amazon Australia. We thank Nietzsche Coffee for their support of the show. Hello and welcome to episode 66 of Comic Fellas. I'm your host, Baz, and with me today is Ozzy and Brandon. So Ozzy's from KL, as you guys know, and Brandon's in Liverpool now. Yeah? How's it Close going, Brandon? Chester. Chester. Oh, you're in Chester. Chester. Not too far, though. Oh, okay. Cool. I, I wouldn't know. Not too clear on the geography there, but I know <laughs> Ozzy would probably know being an Everton fan. I've been there. I've been to Chester. Ah, when was that? What do you do there? What naughty stuff do you get up no, to? No, no, no. I was driving up to Scotland. I drove past. I didn't, I didn't stop. Oh, then I would have driven past as well, actually. I, because we did that trip yeah, yeah, years ago. Yeah, you would yeah. have drove past to think about it, yeah. So how are you guys doing, man? Good, good. Since last uh, last we spoke, uh, we were trying to keep this pod thing going. Quite, yep. quite happy to be. Brandon? Yeah, I'm great also, yeah. So it's nice to have, to, well, to be back again on yeah, the pod. So we're back. It's good. Uh, I was having a shit freaking week and then a shit end of week and um, Saturday I caught the Mandalorian in the evening and that just uh, raised my uh, raised my levels and what was it they call serotonin or whatnot and I was just so dopamine, pumped. Dopamine. Is it yeah, dopamine. dopamine. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Serotonin, something else, I guess. Uh, dopamine levels went up in a positive serotonin way. Puts, uh, puts you to sleep, no? Exactly. So I was yeah, so opposite of that, right? Yeah. Uh, so it's like really bad, low energy and all that. I really want to record an episode of the pod as well, but we couldn't do that uh, for some conflicts and stuff. Uh, but I don't know, man. Uh, maybe we should just get straight into it. Uh, what do you guys think of The Mandalorian Chapter 3, The Sin? Well, I think uh, I'll start it off by saying that um, our predictions were correct. Like we were saying what was going to happen next. And um, I think it's pretty much what we thought was going to happen. Uh mm-hmm the gist of the of the episode pretty much yeah, yeah uh i don't know if we should go into it but yeah you know that that he uh has a change of heart and um doesn't want to doesn't want to give up the little baby yoda yeah brandon i think it just goes to show that deborah chow can uh really know how to direct an episode way better than the second episode i think uh yeah, I... the, the action was phenomenal that's that's why when when we were doing the pod i said you guys are in for luck because deborah chow is doing it uh, you guys should like the next episode. And then I got I got off track somewhere and then I forgot about it. But I want to talk about how good she was doing the Iron Fist battle stuff. Again, not the Iron Fist story, but directing the episodes, the the way the battles went and all that, the fight scenes and all that. She was very, very good. And uh, it looks like this came true into this one because it felt like a perfect episode that we needed because the second episode was such a downer for me. And then this one just brought it up to a whole new level, right? And it continued the the story between him and the baby Yoda in a way that the second episode didn't really do. I think I think it's gonna I think it looks like a, a trend. It might be uh, I think almost Game of Thronish in the sense that you'll have a good 
big episode and then the next episode will be a mellow one and then and then a big one and the next one is sort of you know peaks and troughs mm. might actually be a technique that they're actually doing hope not well i don't know i mean what's three in but maybe i would love for it to be like you know four five six seven and then eight <laughs> is like but you see here's the problem with the eighth one i think rick from you is doing the eighth one <laughs> see the silence <laughs> uh anyway so let's get into the episode man like uh i watched it like four or five times i i really 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 dug it that's a that's a few more than me i've watched i've watched it two and a half times two and a half and the half being the second half of the episode because it was just awesome yeah it was really awesome uh, i liked how the at the beginning where it's building a bit more and they're on the way back to the planet right like he took the thing uh baby yoda took it and then it was like what was that like? His gear knob. Oh, right? it's not. Yeah, his gear knob. Like that's not a toy. Yeah, that's not a toy. You know? And then that actually does something to the story later as well. Yeah. Um, but it looks like the the spoiler was right, uh, and what we discuss as well, which is he goes in and drops off the baby Yoda, takes his payment, and leaves. Well, not before showing a bit of his uh, interest in the baby and why, right? Yeah, I didn't know it wasn't it wasn't allowed for him to ask. You know, sort of, or oh, it's against. But guild law, not to ask what 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 happens next. Take your payment and go. What ha- what has happened is forgotten or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you see the same guys, right, Pershing and him, right. So that guy's known as the client. That's it. So we won't know his name probably till much later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I definitely based on like what you know how he called it in, he went in and all that. Uh, I really won one of those battle damage uh, stormtrooper helmets or even like the whole uniform, man. That was damn cool, man. I'm sure they'll sell that, wouldn't it? It's anything to... True, true, true. And uh, after that, basically heads off to the the Mandalorian hideout. And at the hideout, I love the variation of the helmets, man. What do you guys think? Um, a bit uh, 300-esque, maybe? Uh, mm. no? yeah, with... Inspired. Yeah. Uh, and I think, uh, obviously, there's a, the hints of Iron Man. Uh, Iron Man 3 specifically. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just, you know where, where the inspiration comes. And definitely at the end with the flying. Yes. We can talk about that one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I didn't want to get ahead, but, you know. But but uh, the good thing was we got more insights on the best car as well, right? And they reconfirmed it was a great purge and had a bit of a tiff there, you know, between him and the other guy. Obviously, they're all unnamed for now. But I think in the credits, they do say. One of them is mother and one of them is father. I think mother is basically the lady that uh, the blacksmith basically. Mm. It seems you think like she's the one. Yeah, I think she could have been one. his mother from the, uh, the. Oh, that's true. No, yeah, that's true. The flashback. That's true as well, because the flashbacks were in almost every episode, right? But I did think that that whole when he goes back to the hideout, I thought that was going to go a lot differently, especially when he gives the best card and then they all start coming around the corner and seeing that, you know, he's actually uh, done something. I did find it interesting when um, I can't remember. I think it's like the other guy that starts picking a problem with him was like only one of you can go, but one of us can go above ground at a time. I mm, thought that yes. was quite interesting i didn't quite understand that at first until obviously like the end of the episode and then i was like oh that's why yeah that's um i think probably why when he showed up in episode one that's what i think hakim said the other time was when he showed up initially was people were just shocked they didn't like they don't they rarely see the mandalorians probably that's why and they are all hiding so makes sense yeah definitely 
Interestingly, uh, the the chapter three is named the sin. I wonder which part of it is the actual sin. Mm. Is, is it is it that is it the breaking of the law of that that he uh, the the cardinal sin of of being a bounty hunter, I suppose. I I think he broke the yeah it could be that one I think because he broke the the rule of the guild so he's now excommunicato right like John Wick mm. so. He did that, but he's still a Mandalorian, right? He's following the Mandalorian way as we see at the end, and they are still with him. As um, so, what was the? This is the way, right? That's what they said. <laughs> this is the way. Yeah, that's pretty cool. This is the way. Um, yeah. So we find out about a, mo- a bit more about the Beska. We know it's really strong as well, and uh, it reminds me of adamantium from the Marvel universe, basically. Very uh, shiny. Super, yeah, very shiny. Super hard to come by. Very durable. I did some reading up as well, just in case. Um, and it's it's stronger than than anything else in the known Star Wars universe so far. It can withstand a hit from a blaster, direct hit from a blaster, and it can also uh, survive a lightsaber hit. So probably that's why oh, really? Boba Fett survived. Yeah, apparently. Interesting. So that's uh that's adamantium. I, th- I think we did see the blaster shot. Yeah, mm-hmm. we did get shot. Well, at the end as well, right? When uh, yeah. Grief Garga got yeah. shot. Yeah, so that's a confirmation, I guess. Um, this, the flashback scene, this one was more drawn out. Seemed like the V2 Super <laughs> the Battle, Battle Droid. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Nostalgia, isn't it? Yeah. What was it? There was the... the what droid was it? There was the there was the B2. There was the there was the ship. I can't remember what they're called. Uh, the, I don't know whether it's a Vulture... vulture or vulture droid ship or something. Yeah, it, it wasn't the was it the it might have been the vulture, but yeah, it it's from the Clone Wars episode on whatever planet it was. But yeah, yeah it's that. Um, did we see any normal droids? I don't think no. we did, right? It was just B two in that flying one. Correct, correct. Nice little flashback to the Clone Wars era. Yeah, they, I mean they know how to play on it, right? And you know, actually, was it you who shared this? And you should share it. I'll give you the account details on our Comic Fellas um, Instagram. Is the uh, the shot where I think it was Obi Wan and Yoda, the meme that said, you know, there's oh yeah, <laughs> was it right like that? Yeah, that's uh, he was the only one, and then Yoda says there's another, and then John Favreau is at the end. Yeah, yeah. So you, yeah, that was fun and very poignant, I guess. Um, yeah. So he then takes his stuff, his new suit, which looks pretty pretty cool, and uh, he heads off. This is the way, and tries to take off in his ship, and then. Nostalgia with that that gear knob thing. Yeah. He gets the remorse and heads back. And that's when the episode really starts for me, man. Like, you really get to see how badass he is. Yeah, he was very, um, I don't know, incognito, if you like, very assassin-like when he, uh, obviously, when he went back to get Yoda and he obviously tricked the eyeball thing. Don't know if it's got a specific name, probably. Uh, and obviously blew in the back hall, and then that like entire sequence up until the part where he gets to the baby Yoda. It's all very, it's it's stealthy, but at the same time it's it's not, because you can't really be stealthy with a blaster. But I I thought that sequence was very well done. Mm-hmm. You know how he's using like the darkness, effectively the shadows to his advantage, and then you know, the was there another variant of stormtrooper in there? Uh, like, was it like a shotgun blaster? Seemed like it, yeah. Seemed like yeah. it. They were trying to reload and stuff, and then they switched on the lights. Yeah, it was like... Okay, that's, yeah. That's and, uh, cool. 
do, do they have to pay um, to use um, the Stormtrooper, the blaster sound? Um, nope. So they, they, the they to battle droid. So yeah, so in a way, yeah. So for like the super battle B two super battle droid, the vulture, the stormtroopers, they pay much less because it's just a simple generic created character. So it's it's very little. But if he if any of the hero characters are used, they have to pay, and it's more like it's probably residual. I don't know how much actually these kind of terms for toys. I would know, but for Okay, so just say for toys, it would be probably for a stormtrooper and all that, it's like five, less than 5% they have to pay uh, in royalties. However, when they use, they change the name, by just changing the name of it, it brings down the price in half. So, so like they call it first order stormtroopers, right? And they change the likeness, they pay like less than half of that already, immediately. If they just change the name entirely, like what, um, well, I can say this now, like for example, Gears of War, these uh, bad guys are the same names, right? Yeah, so that's why probably they can still use them where it's, you know, still affordable. Let's not forget that um, those were created, was it for Clone Wars? Probably Clone Wars, right? They were the, the Clone Wars uh, Attack of the Clones is when the B2 Super Bad Battle Droid showed up, right? Yes. Yeah. It? Yeah, it was there. Yeah, yeah, it was Attack of the Clones, yeah. Yeah, so they probably... Yeah, it was still a very generic character, not a hero character. So I think they're fine with that. They're fine with using that, but not overly using it. I guess. But then again, you know, Favreau should, could have said, you know what, we're going to use it anyway. We don't care. So I mean, yeah. good on him. Yeah, good on him. Good on, on well, What planet do you think that's on? Because, like, from watching Clone Wars, it doesn't look like it's Mandalore. Obviously, I know Clone Wars doesn't really go into the, the outskirts of Mandalore. You only really see the city. Yes. But do you think do you think that's Mandalore, or do you think it's very similar to how uh, how um, that in Clone Wars where they had I think it was a trooper or was that, I think it was a trooper that had gone off and had started his own family on that farm world. Can't remember the the exact episode, but I do remember vividly that there was an episode where it was either a Mandalorian or a clone trooper that had strayed off and they'd gone and started a family. It was, of world. It was uh, I believe. It, it was a trooper. Was it a trooper? Do, do you think that's kind of like a similar sort of situation? Now they've got like a small little Mandalorian colony on a, another planet, or do you think that is still Mandalore? I don't think it's Mandalore. I don't think right. so. I think he's following the way of the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. He could have the lineage and was a foundling, as they they said, but I don't think he's the. Uh, I don't think that was Mandalore, but it could be. I mean, you never know. Because the, the uh, Separatists pretty much attack almost every single planet that wasn't aligned to them. True. And even before alignment, they attack anyway, right? The Separatists. So it yeah. could be anywhere. Yeah, it could be anywhere. It could be an, a Mandalorian. Actually, it could be when um, the pre Vizsla group fell out of power, a bunch of Mandalorians left the planet, right? And yeah. the Death Watch guys, which is Gar Saxon and all that, took power. So that's when they could have left. It's, it's as simple as that. You can really uh, ex- uh, explain it. Can really explain it that. Ozzy, what do you think? Is this uh, are they on Tatooine? What planet is this? Like what? Because there's Jabba's everywhere. Yeah, so. they, they don't say though. If I'm trying to recall now, they don't say the planet. If I'm not mistaken, they leave it ambiguous. I don't yeah, think it's Tatooine. Don't think it's Tatooine. Because when they landed, when he landed on the planet in Episode Three, it didn't look like Tatooine, right? But there were Jabba's on this planet. Though. Well, there are a lot of uh, animals 
in the world that are not indigenous, they show up elsewhere as well, I guess. Actually. But you could also say a lot of others show up everywhere. So the previous planet, yes, could have been Tatooine, isn't it? Well, because the, that one, that's where he fought the Jawas. Yeah, it's got the sand barge and all that. Yes. So. This one, they're Jawas. So Jawas are like traders, I guess. So mm. they can, they scrap metal and trade. They could have just gone and traded overseas. Well, not overseas. Uh, uh, interplanetary travel. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm assuming they don't interplanet travel, but obviously they might. So mm, we don't know. It's never been established in the in the in in a canonical sense, I guess. So yeah, that's a that's an interesting one, though. There were a lot of Jawas. <coughs> Let's talk about the uh, the psycho missile rock things. Uh, oh yes, the whistling birds. Whistling bird, like uh, a la Guardians of the Galaxy, almost. And yeah, yeah, and uh, Iron Man, Iron Man Two. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Iron Man Two. Yeah. It, well, it's probably more Iron Man than than uh, yeah. Guardians. Yeah. Yeah, Iron Man Two, right? He dipped down and he dipped down, and then he said, I think he said, Rody Duck, and then the whole shot a whole bunch of them out. He did Those it in Iron Man One as well, thinking about it when he uh, flies to the village, and it locks oh, onto yes, the different did. targets. Oh yes, he did. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Iron Man One. That's correct. The beginning when he went and take out the ten rings. I thought that was pretty cool when she was making it. And I was like, oh, this looks like some badass trick that he's going to pull out later. And true enough, man, he just hammered. How many was that? Like five or six of the stormtroopers in one shot? Yeah, about, uh, yeah, I think five, six, somewhere around there. Yeah, it was badass, man, that one. Uh, one thing I must say, they are doing a lot of the tech stuff that you would never see before, which is cool. And back to what you said, uh, Ozzy, or even like Brandon would have said as well, is... He was very stealthy and then still taking everybody out. Not stealthy like a Splinter Cell style, but he was very stealthy. And then he would just go full on and then he would go stealth again, which I thought was very cool. Very Jack Bauer. Mm. Mm. Well, it just gives it an, another facet to his, uh, well, to the Mandalorian uh, tribe, as it were. They have these skills, all round warrior. Yeah, it seems like the way. This is the way. <laughs> you know, I was, I was just thinking. You, you think, you think we might see him in the movie in part eight, in uh, sorry, in the in the in part nine. Well, that's what we were saying the last episode. It would, would be really, really a, a a major oversight or a mistake if they don't tie the Mandalorian, or as we call him Mando, into episode nine in some form. Yeah. I know it's the fall of the this this time is the fall of the empire. Um, probably fifteen years. He he can't be that old. So even if um, even if it is him and he does show up, he can still be in his forties and be a bounty hunter. Looking at the timelines, because Clone yeah. Wars, he was young, right? Yeah. And you say that was twenty years or whatever. So yeah, I think he should should be able to do it. Probably forties max. And maybe what, what if Baby Yoda's part of a Luke's little the Jedi one. training group? group yes. and you know little kylo got a little bit too angry and killed him <gasps> and mando came he's coming to exact extract his revenge <laughs> or maybe even a cameo for baby uh baby ray maybe i think a cameo would be good uh, they don't have to show him like doing massive shit a cameo will be sufficient uh i think the guys who did rogue one understood tying things together very well you know how the phoenix squadron showed up that was cool yeah yeah that kind of tie tie in would be sufficient i think the baby yoda one's a bigger question yeah that that one he's really very clearly force sensitive very powerful at five what 50 years old he should be and, what less than 100 and 50 is that like 
you know, mature in the sense that um, he, although he's a baby, um, but 50 years is a long time. Would you not think that this baby is showing more intelligence than we give it credit for, maybe? Probably, probably. Well, it, it, it does know how to use... It does know its false powers, so that that takes it a long way already on its own, right? Yeah. It just probably hasn't developed the vocal cords, perhaps, because he's he's just doing some funny words and stuff, right? Yeah. Like baby mm. noises. Well, I guess they really, really got us running for this, and you know, the great news is that you, sh- well, I would say soon, but probably in a month's time, you will be able to get baby Yoda toys, man. Yeah. yeah. How many episodes have they uh, gazetted this uh, Mandarin eight, for? Eight episodes. Only just eight. Eight with half an hour each, and um, they all run out by I think 27. yeah, 27. So they have two episodes after episode nine, Rise of Skywalkers, Rise of the Skywalker. Yeah. So they have a chance to tie something in. They have a chance to sell the toys, but I think the toys have to be timed with what they call this thing, because right now they're not calling it anything. They're not even saying Baby Yoda, or whatever. They're just calling it the kid. Right, he said the kid. That's all he said. Yeah. So we'll have to find out in the next few episodes if they're going to manufacture it and all that. And it looks like this toy will probably outsell anything they're doing in uh, Rise of Skywalker's because everybody loves it. Oh, Not one person de- hates it. Definitely. The, yeah. the amount of uproar on the internet for Baby Yoda is just—it's unreal everywhere. Like memes, gifs. It's it's everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's everywhere. So that's uh that's pretty cool. Um, so back to the back to the story. He then grabs the baby Yoda, runs off, and then he gets excommunicado, and everybody starts coming after him. Led obviously by uh, uh, grief Karga, which is Carl Weathers. And have you ever seen that many disintegrations? Holy shit! He was just taking all of them out, man. Yeah, yeah, but before that, I think uh, reminiscent of John Wick heavily yes. with the beeper and the, mm. the and the beeping things. I think that was I thought that was pretty cool. And then you know that he he sort of knew he he was up for it, and as everyone came closer to him, um, you know that was just so cool. Yeah, it's just a show of force, show of skill, show of everything. Like you know, this is why people call Ray a Mary Sue because. She can beat everybody. She doesn't know why. She just beats shit out of them, right? Maybe we'll find out in episode 9 and be, you know, whatever. Learn about it and be cool. But this one, it shows he can be beaten, but he's got skill. He plans things out. He's got the hardware. He's got all the weapons. Um, and it doesn't mean he wins. Yeah. yeah. Right? It doesn't mean he wins. He was going to lose. Like, he was clearly almost done for. Uh, and then the cavalry arrived, right? It's like... And I was like gonna shout like hell yeah when they showed up the mandalorians in that in that uh in those numbers basically what do you guys think yeah i mean that that, that scene uh, as i said before it's just just like uh, a whole bunch of iron man's just appeared and it was you know you you you, you were quite adamant to tell me to call quick because you told me have i ever he asked me if i seen the episode and i said i haven't and he said you must go and see it and sure enough um yeah, it was just wow that you know because I was waiting for like so what so and then that scene with all those uh, his friends just coming to save him that was the one that was just for me was the, the highlight of the show. Yeah, it's uh, it raises your 
your heart rate, it raises everything um, automatically. Like, I was pumped. I was like, holy shit, I got to watch this again. Yeah, so uh, I think we also have a late joiner. I think uh, Oneville is on. Welcome, welcome. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey. Hey. Better late than never, Nevi. Yes, better late than <laughs> never. Good stuff, good stuff there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think your your mic went crazy for a while. <laughs> I said, have I missed out on anything good yet? Uh, well, we're at the disintegration spot where he was just shooting everybody up, basically, and uh, just being a utter badass before he almost died, and then the rest, the cavalry arrived and hammered okay. everybody, basically. <laughs> it's like everybody was like, just "Wow, you know, uh, the nick of time." That's yes. good. Yep, yep. So time. that's where we're at. I mean, his weapon is really cool, isn't it? It's a sniper. It's a it's a cattle prod. Yep. It's a it's a sword. It's a spear. It's everything. Is that his sonic screwdriver? <laughs> it's also surveillance, uh, mic, uh, you know, and video. Yeah. Yes, heat, uh, <laughs> thermal imaging. Wow, it's just it does everything. Yeah, he's that's yep. the inspector gadget yeah. weapon. Man. But I like that Mandalorian that was flying, the one with the MWC-35 lookalike thing, the heavy repeater cannon. Yeah, let's just call him heavy, man, for now. Yeah, heavy. It, that thing looked it, cool, man. That was like base Malbus and Candorous Ordo, both in one. Yep. Brandon, what do you think of that uh, fight with the bounty hunters? I loved it. I, that, that was great. The one, the one notable thing that I, it was, it, I can't remember if it was explained there or it was the part when Carl, Carl Weathers tried to stop him from getting in the ship, but it almost seemed like none of them have actually ever seen his rifle in action mm. because he was just melting them and they were just kind of like, huh? And then obviously I, I think it was Carl that said something about his weapon or something was like that's really powerful and at that point every like they all kind of took a step back and then obviously the 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 mandos came and that was yeah heavy was awesome just glides up and just starts lighting everyone up i was like ah but he does need to get himself a jetpack though he does need to get himself a jetpack well he did say so at the end right so I yeah got, i gotta get myself one of those uh, and also, um, when he jumps in the back of the, um, what do you call it, the uh, carriage or... The one with the droid. It's, you know, again, uh, reminiscent of a Western uh, style, you know, uh, with, with, you know, hold up and come on, drive on, you know, like... Uh, just just keep going, keep going, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's very Western. Very Western, down to the, the intro. I mean, we talked about this, right? The sound was like the magnificent, not Magnificent 7. I think it was wrong. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Good job. I, I, was, I knew I would get it wrong. You got it right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that one. The way to do it. I don't know. I just love this series. I can't wait for the next episode. Like it, it's, This episode wowed me again. Yeah, Go ahead. I, th- I think it's, it's very uh, spaghetti Western. You know, very classic spaghetti western. Uh, uh, I'm sure it took off a lot of tips from, from the old spaghetti westerns from back in the day. That's mm-hmm. why you get this very, you know, manly, very Marlboro man, you know, feel to it. Yeah. So then the question to you is, is he as dainty as he was in episode one? 
or what was the word you used? I think I think in this episode, you know, uh, in the first episode, I was talking, I was commenting on his gait. He looked like a woman, mm. you know, walking down the street. But somehow or another, in this episode, you know, uh, the gait is completely different. So it could be that was a stand-in for him. That's not him, right? Yeah. So that's what I think. Especially in this episode, he was very, you know, very, very James Bondish, oh, uh, sure. very precise. Yeah, very, very precise. You know, a, a true, a true and true professional. You know, the, the way he moved. You know, very artful, man. You know, very artful. If I were to draw a comparison, you know, like uh, the way Bruce Lee moved. You know, he wasn't clumsy at all. You know why? Very precise. You know why? Deborah no, Chow was the director. Ahead. Deborah Chow was the director. Probably. So she did all the fight scenes for uh, Iron Fist and the Marvel series, basically. And if you look at the way she's done it, a few of I think she's done Walking Dead as well and a bunch of others, Better Call Saul. Any fight scenes and stuff, she knows how to do that very well. Like she will tell, she's very specific what yeah. she wants. Yeah, she's very specific. So she'll tell you, here's how you're going to do it. And I'm sure she brought on her own. Uh, her own cast of uh, not cast, sorry, her own supporting guys, like the uh, the uh, what do you call it the fight instructor yes. and all that choreographer and all that. Well done, it was well done, beyond well done, I think. <laughs> and, and you know, as you watch it, it's amazing. It keeps you keeps your pace, uh, your pulse running, and it ends, and you don't feel like that's it. It ends, and you're like, oh, I want more, but I'm fine where it ended. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like, 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 it didn't feel too short. Neither did it feel too long, right? So yeah. you just lose all sense of time. You know? That that's that's a hallmark of a great show, man. And you lose all sense of time. You know, you're not looking at your watch. Mm-hmm. I found myself uh, looking as watching it, and then realizing, oh, is it going to end soon? And like, just to see, you know, like, oh my god, there's only six minutes left. Oh my god, there's only five minutes left. <laughs> you know, wishing it was longer, but yeah. It's uh, don't want it to end, you know. Don't want it to end. Keep going. But it was in a good way you were checking it. Not yeah, not yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Not like how I was. Uh, we had to take twenty kids or whatever that number was on Saturday to watch Frozen. To uh, I kept checking I to watch every ten, fifteen. <laughs> we do a minutes. podcast about Frozen. My God, holy no. freaking shit! <laughs> I won't even bother. I won't even bother Frozen. You crazy? Yeah, that was that was terrible. Like, yeah, beyond. Don't that. let your daughters hear that, man. The both of you. Uh, actually, actually, I asked Rosalie. I asked Rosalie. You know, do, do you like it and all that? She's like, uh, I prefer Aladdin. So <laughs> my my daughter is uh, too old, and she's she's uh, she's she's not into Frozen anymore. She's watching Mean Girls and all that. She's watching freaking YouTube and those monkeys on YouTube. She's watching like um, Sniper Wolf and Ozzy um, Land. All these crazy people. Yeah, those uh, well, whatever works, right? But yeah, probably Frozen's a bit too. They've moved on already that age group, right? And they're replaced with a different age group. So that is what it is. Uh, but Brandon's hey, so heart. back to. Brandon's Sorry. Heart. I'm gonna break Brandon's heart. <laughs> Brandon. Why are you gonna break my heart for? All this kiddie stuff, man. It's you know. Your thing. Ah, this Disney Plus is amazing, mate. I love it, all of it. <laughs> watch, watch, watch some Mulan. Watch some Atlantis. All these are the films I grew up on, man. They're like six, nostalgic. 
uh, actually I have a question then. Did they uh, <laughs> did they upscale the Clone Wars? I've not even watched that yet. It's on my list. It is on my list. Yeah, I, I haven't I'm checked. Not quite sure. I haven't checked. I haven't checked. I know I know Nev checked out uh, what was it, uh, Jedi or Empire Strikes Back? Which one did you watch today? Uh, New Hope. Mm. Yeah, and, and they've uh, put in all the extras, and it's the latest version, the 2011 version. So I think that was the last time they, they made all these changes was uh, 2011. Yeah. So that's the version that's up on Disney+. Plus. So I haven't gone on to uh, the Empire yet, which I will. Uh, like I said, it was really interesting, man. You, you now it's all in 4K, and you really can see you know, all the flaws, you know, the lack of budget back in the day, you know. How they just scrapped and put everything together. It's, and the it's beauty so is, um, the beauty is when you do get to Empire, you'll watch it and you'll see that Vader got a whole new suit. Basically, everything is shiny. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, it's just, it's just brilliant, man. Just watching it again, you know, in 4K, and it's so, so detailed, right? So even, even uh, all the Empire officers, right? You know, they have this, this like ranks, right? Their badges and stuff. They're not Signia. even straight. Yeah. Yeah. Norman straight and stuff. So funny, man. Well, no budget, like rushing. They wanted to hit yeah. the, the season, holiday season in time. Or is it summer in time? Yeah. Everything, right? Like so many so, reasons. So it's so amazing how how this low budget thing has you know become what it is today. You know, look at the Mandalorian today. Look, he's super sharp, man. Give it to the right people, right? Stuff. Give it to the right people. Well, I guess, you know, that's that's what happens when you have enough money, man, to do, you know, what you really want to do. Don't don't give it to Ryan freaking Johnson. <laughs> that's what you do. Don't give it to him. Fuck that guy. Yeah. I mean, you look at the way they've done uh, this. There's so much more they could do. I think I was talking to Ozzy on WhatsApp about this. There's so much more you could do with the series. There's so much more you could do. Did, I would have done it. you guys watch the... Uh, the what? You guys watch the Q&A I sent out yesterday on YouTube? The uh, the cast and all the directors for the Mandalorian. I didn't have time uh, for the. Oh, you should watch it. Really interesting. So why don't yeah, you give us the highlights? The highlights. I mean, like uh, you know how John was 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 super excited about it, and and you know how Losi was was a bit a bit apprehensive because all he has done has been, you know, the animated series. And now it's like for the first time it was live and we thanked all the support from all the directors. You know, all the directors worked together on every episode, even oh. though, you know, everyone had their own episode, but they were all there collaborating and helping out. So, you know, uh, Dave Filosi, right? And he's Dave like, Filoni. Uh, Dave Filoni. Filoni. <laughs> Sorry, Filoni. Uh, and he's like so humbled by the whole experience, you know how Deborah stepped in to help him too. Yeah, so you should go watch that. You guys should go watch that. I posted the link, you know, uh, on the chat. Really interesting. He is a good guy. I really love Filoni. I mean, when you see him at Star Wars Celebration as well, very down to earth yeah. guy. Uh, loves what he does. Uh, lives yeah. what he does as well. That's that's cool. Like. The character Cad Bane from the Clone Wars, that's pretty much him with the whole Western and all that. Very, yeah, very and then you have Fumi, what's his name? Fumi Yama, or whatever his name. I thought uh, that was a Japanese person, man. No, 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 he's African. Uh, so, yeah, it's an African dude, right? Yeah. But yeah. everyone was in awe of uh, Werner Herzog, right? And the, <laughs> everyone, yeah. John's like, love him, you know? The Nazi. Yeah, yeah. 
He doesn't even have a name, man. You know, uh, he's been cast as the client. Correct. So, you know, he's known as the client. So I'm, I'm can't wait to see where this goes, man. This just opens up a whole new world of possibilities, man. Like this whole uh, this whole Mandalorian, uh, is it the uh, Coven? Yeah, Coven, right? And all the, uh, the dark arts and stuff. That's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, it also opens up a whole new spin-off that they can do, which is the Cantina. You can actually release a series called the Cantina or a cartoon called the Cantina that just covers what goes on in a Cantina. You know, think about how Star Trek uh, you know what, just, Space Nine, something you know like what, that. The, yeah, the moment you said Cantina, the, the thing that came to me was, was Cheers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you can do Star Wars version of Cheers. You know, shit happens oh, at a at a bar, and the shit that happens a bit more accelerated here, of course, with uh, blasters and disintegrators. But yeah, there's a whole I bunch. Of... Believe that, believe that to set Myers to go do it. Yeah, yeah, but he's he's making big bucks with his own thing, right? The Orville's got three seasons now. When is that? Uh, when is that yeah. coming? I can't. They're wait. shooting. They're shooting. So it's probably next year. Next year, May probably. I think that's when it will come out. But Hulu releases different times, so it'll be interesting. I love the Orville. I think season two took it, like season one halfway through, like he decided, let's just be TNG. Let's be what Star Trek doesn't want to be. And he just never looked back. <laughs> and that's just done so well. But but speaking of Star Trek, I didn't like it at the beginning. But I mean, the last season of uh, Michael Burnham is, is pretty, you know, pretty Disco? intense. Disco, yeah. Yeah, Discovery kind of picked up in the right way, I would say, mm. which is cool. Um, yeah, back to this. I would do another series called The Outer Rim, and you can do a whole bunch of other stuff there as well. You can do a whole bunch of the Fallen Empire guys uh, doing stuff. You can do um, the New Republic guys patrolling the Outer Rim and do some interesting stuff there as well. Sounding more like Star Trek, actually. <laughs> the neutral zone. Um, anyway, so we have to answer one question. Okay, people have been asking. What is the name of Baby Yoda? What is it? Should we name it? Shall we be bad guys and name what Baby Yoda should be? Some people say yeah, Baby, yeah, Baby Yaddle, Baby, uh, Baby Yoda. Of course, is the most popular. Baby Yadite. I don't know. What do you guys think? I think we we'll just call him Junior. Junior. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Junior. Yeah. What I like do you it. think? Yeah, I like Junior. Junior, that's nice. Why yeah, it's, it's more apt yeah? instead of Yaddle and Yodel. Yeah. And... yeah, that's the weird ones everybody's coming out with. Yeah, I said Junior. Why, why are we gonna name it if it's just gonna die anyway? We don't know. God that's damn. <laughs> well, it's like. Uh, like I, uh, I mean, I've, I've got, I've, I've got to bring this up, man. Your leaks from the previous episode when we were on, my yep. God, they came true. What on? I was right? like, damn, yeah. I was like, damn, boy. Yeah, gotta, where's it getting Zeke's from? You gotta scour. You gotta be. You gotta go through the cantinas of the internet, the scourge of the Republic. Go to the find outer them. rim, yeah. Yeah, go to the outer rim. You'll find them. The dark, dark a, web. That's a website, the outer rim. Oh, is that? I I've not been there. I think so. It's a. It's a... Well, there's ton, I'm sure there is. I mean, it's such an uh, overused word in Star Wars. If you're anyone who's into the fandom, yeah. Definitely you'd use it. So, 
predictions for the next episode. I haven't looked up any spoilers because the way you guys um, reacted to it the last episode, like, damn. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to say any spoilers for the next one. So I didn't look it up anyway. What do you guys think uh, happens next? Well, uh, we, we're waiting for this uh, Gina Carano to join the show. It's, and they say that she's going to appear in episode four. Mm-hmm. So probably that. But I'd be interested to know how the how the Mando and the baby Yoda's going to get on. Where where he, he the little baby fits in? Is he going to you know start talking or is he going to teach him the Force? How about him teaching the Force? You know what I'm saying? Like or thought you had it or you didn't? Midi chlorians, well, which they were extracting. Remember? Right, right. But that that's what they were extracting, right? That that's yeah. the only thing I want to see more on because. After watching that episode, I did kind of have like a little bit of a brainwave after seeing the Kylo meme. Mm. But it was what if Ray was actually ejected uh, with it or something? It, yeah, what if she wasn't naturally one with the Force and she was the Empire's backup plan for you know their own version of a Force wielding user? And they were basically farming these clones to make. You know, and that's why Ray's so powerful because she's just right. imbued with all of this baby Yoda energy. Obviously, it might be that, it might not. We don't know who's Ray's right. parents. Are. That, that falls in line with the rumors that we're saying that we hear that Ray's going to turn and go and be bad in this last Ex- Exactly. That's where it kind of come from after watching that episode. But it's just one of them. It's more speculation, isn't it? I, uh, would they go that route, though? I, I doubt it. I doubt yeah, they thought that much I into it. it. I doubt it. It's. Uh... It would be cool, but I doubt it. Yeah, I, I definitely doubt it. I don't think they would go down that route. But yeah, Junior will probably be with Mando. And I think, are we seeing Mando building his own counter guild? Is that what he's doing? Because I believe uh, Gina Carano's character is also a bounty hunter. And he's, you know, building his crew, basically. He's on Magnificent Seven. Well, we're going to go with the Western theme. It's, that's not on, that's not, you know far off you know that could that could happen yeah that would be cool right so he gets another mandalorian maybe then he gets uh gina carano and a few others that would be cool to see we get uh, quinton tarantino to episode to direct one episode and we we got uh, <laughs> holy shit kind of yeah kill bill style yeah kill bill or you know what's the what's the one jamie fox was oh django django and django and chains yeah yeah <laughs> that would be crazy too uh it's hateful too oh hateful it's too uh disney too uh too much for disney i think he's too much for disney's brand i would say so probably not yep i agree yeah probably not <laughs> yep. his audition would have been that something in hollywood thing that he did but no i don't think so they have shown that they are very very risk at first so something they wouldn't do i think this is considered as edgy as they can be I mean, you've not seen any blood so far, have you? No, I think they've gotten away with it with the disintegration, isn't it? Just yes. poof. Yeah. Just poof. Correct. And then the guy getting cut in half, you don't really see it, anything. You just hear the sound, the thud on the other side, right? Yeah. Very, very safe. Yeah, so that's where we got. I think that's where we're at now. I don't think there's any news on episode 9 that's really groundbreaking that's going to give any insights to, to what's going on there. Um, but uh, any any predictions that you guys want to share apart from whatever we discussed? No. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
I'm happy to to let it unfold. You know, uh, as it is, he's now in in space. We have no idea where he's going, and I'm happy with. It, you know, this is the way. This is the way. Yeah, this is the way. <laughs> yeah. And, I have spoken. Uh, yeah, I have spoken. So. I mean, if that's all, I think we can call it a pod. I mean, that's uh, it's short and sweet, a very, very good pod. I think we really, really enjoyed this series. Kudos to Deborah Chow for bringing it to life in a great way, and of course, the executive producers John Favreau and Dave Filoni for. Oh, uh, just just before you go, just before you go, just uh, just at the end, just at the end, when uh, when he sees his uh, his friend flies next to the ship, uh, mm-hmm. and he does the salute, I thought that. Oh, Dad, I thought that took it out of uh, Star Wars a little bit. I thought that was too much of an Iron Man slash Top Gun slash um, John Favreau wanted that in the in the scene kind of thing. I don't yeah, know. Seems like it. Yeah, seems yeah, like it. I, that, I don't think that's a Deborah Chow kind of thing. No, no. And uh, and then he goes, "Oh, I need to get one of those." Yeah, yeah. But I think just that scene, just slightly off for me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I could have done fine. without it. Yeah. But I'm fine with it. I mean, it was yeah, yeah, no, I'm fine with it. But I'm just saying that took it out just a little bit. Yeah, but otherwise, took you. Oh yeah, actually, yeah. Be- so, to close, so, to close. what's your so, rating? Yeah, I was just about to bring that up. Yeah. Nine, nine out of ten. All right, I'll go first. I'll go first. You're already second. I give it a ten out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I really like it. ten so out of ten for me. Better than the first? Oh, better than the first and the second. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> definitely better than a second. Yeah, that that I rated a five out of ten. So, uh, Brandon, what do you think? Um, like a nine, like a good nine. Yeah, mm. there's there's always room for improvement. It was up there. It was certainly up there. Um, I know they haven't really got the time to kind of explain background lore. I I really want to know what's going on with that midichlorian harvesting process. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to get see more it. of that. I think but, they'll get yeah. to that. Yeah, I think they'll get to it. I the mean, that's why I, that's I why they have pushing. What we should do is uh, re re uh, re rate these at the end of the season, like just yeah, yeah, yeah we like, can make sure. a make a note of what we say Who now. Yep, and I'll then retro- retroactively um, we'll look about over the season and whether we're going to stick with it, and then as as a whole, would we want to change it, knowing what we know at the end. Yeah, definitely. Because I mean, they could throw, they could just mess it up, right? Whereas we know yeah. the last episodes by uh, Rick Famuyiwa, so I don't know. I I don't think he did a very good second episode. I I did a five out of ten for that one. Um, Ozzy, what was your rating again? Nine, nine. I'll go with nine. I'm actually going with the crowd there on that one. I'll go with a nine for this one, not ten. Go for a nine, and we might change. I might change it when you know the whole series ends and say yeah. it's higher, but. For what it did for me on that Saturday, it really was good. Like it brought I mean, my. It could go up to a ten if the rest of the season is shit, right? This would be yeah. the best one, right? So we'll yeah. go ten for this, agreed, based agreed. on the others being so shit. But yeah. the others could be tens, and this could be not a mediocre episode, and that will be the best outcome for everyone. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. So, uh, Brandon, did you realize what episode we're at today? Episode sixty-six. So you gotta say it, man. Execute order 66, man. Do it in your Palpatine voice, man. Uh, I can't do it in Palpatine voice. Come on, you can. You're Kylo, man. Come on, you can do it. I'm Exactly, I'm Kylo. Like, I could try and do it in Kylo. I don't even think I can do it. So who can do their best execute order 66? I'll try, I'll try. Okay. Execute, yeah, execute order 66. 
Oh, that's very good. Yo, is Palpatine in the room with us? Yeah. <laughs> very good. Nav, you want to give it a go? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought that was your cackle. I thought that was your cackle. <laughs> Execute. Order 66. There you go. Okay. Brendan? Last one? Oh, I'm, I'm trying. I don't, I don't want to do it. It's going to sound horrendous. <laughs> That was a good idea. Then whoever was it, whoever was doing that cackle, then that was a good cackle. That was Neb. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I want it's, it's there. It wants to come out, but okay, I'll do it. Then you try it, okay? Execute order sixty-six. That's Let's yours see. now. Sixty-six. <laughs> 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 I've I've messed it up. I've messed it up. <laughs> You, you started right. You started well. I started. I started well. I went strong, and I just the numbers. It's the numbers that get me. It's the numbers that get me. Yeah. Yep. Cool. And yeah. And on that note, we bring to a close episode sixty-six. Man, thank you for listening. And yep. guys, thanks for being here. It's great. Uh, I love the energy, and I love the Mandalorian. This week's episode of Comic Fellas is brought to you by Nietzsche Coffee, sellers of espresso with tinning. I'm a big coffee drinker and uh, the one thing that really gets me is when you have too many coffees and you know, like you have two or three in a in a day and you get what they call the coffee jitters, you know, the caffeine jitters. Um, and I love drinking Nishi coffee because their uh, espresso with tianin actually cancels that out. So you do not get any of the caffeine jitters uh, and this allows you to have maximum focus whilst you are on your late night gaming sessions. Comic Fellas listeners get a 40% discount for 40 capsules by using the promo code COMICFELLAS, K-O-M-I-K-F-E-L-L-A-Z on Lazada Singapore or Amazon Australia. We thank Nichi Coffee for their support of the show.